Hi, and welcome to Financial Residency, Grand Rounds with Dr. Tammy. This is your host, Tammy Krause. We focus on topics that matter to physicians. Today, we are going to talk about locums employment. Our guest is Dr. Nick Kuznizov. Welcome to the show, Nick. Thanks for having me, Tammy. Absolutely. Can you start by just telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I'm a board-certified practicing orthopedic surgeon currently out of Nashville. Been out in practice about four years, trained the military down in Texas, and did my undergraduate medical school over in Los Angeles. Gotcha. And I think you said you're getting ready to get out of the military. Is that right? Yep. I'm actually one foot out the door right now. <laughs> What's next for you? Picked up an adult reconstruction total joints fellowship over in Southern California at USC, uh, and I start in August. So I'm bridging the gap right now between ending my military practice and starting up fellowship. Congratulations on that. Thank you. So when you do locums, do you work with one specific company or multiple companies? And how did you come to do that? I guess to answer your second question first, toward the end of residency, I started looking into different locums companies. There were a few main companies that I started hearing about through the grapevine from staff in my residency who did moonlighting through those companies. Because generally getting plugged in early is good because there's a little bit of a lengthy credentialing process where they have to verify your training and start licensing you for potential jobs. You know, all things considered, that can take anywhere from three to six months, sometimes even longer, but it's good to start early. So I became interested in that toward the end of residency. Okay. And working with the locums company, do you work in one location or do you tend to move around to different places? Sure. Yeah. I move around different places. To answer your first question too, I do work with many different locums companies. I think they all offer different advantages and exposures. And sometimes it's advantageous to work with bigger companies that may have exposure to jobs that other companies may not. But sometimes it's nicer to work with smaller companies that may sometimes potentially anecdotally offer better rates. Based on my schedule, I kind of piece it together like a patchwork quilt with locums jobs and you know wherever it fits, whatever company has a job and kind of has the best options, I usually go with that company and that job. Gotcha. So do you tell them where you want to be in a particular week or do you just go through their listings? How do you, how do you pick your jobs? Well, there are kind of two ways. So the first way you hear about it is you'll get kind of, as you, as you put your information out to these companies, they'll keep you in a database. And so anytime jobs pop up for orthopedic surgery, you know, more specifically for me, I kind of tell them trauma, but you know, there's hand pediatrics, things like that for subspecialties. When as jobs pop up, they'll ping you on your email. And so you know, as time goes on, you'll eventually hear about a job that works out with your schedule or location that you want to go to, and you follow up on that. Now, the other option is telling them, like you said, where or when you want to work and them putting out feelers to see if there are other hospitals that they potentially haven't reached out to in that area or other hospitals, which may require coverage that they would anticipate at that time. Okay. Do you have room to negotiate your contracts? I mean, whether that be salary, benefits, schedule? Yeah. So in terms of locums, the benefits are pretty limited for, you know, they cover your malpractice insurance completely. Beyond that, there are no other health insurance benefits, which is in and of itself something else. The negotiability is very broad. I think that you can negotiate pretty much everything from salary to dates to times. And oftentimes they're very flexible. I think that once hospital is looking for a locum, they're generally in some sort of need pushing the shifts that they're asking back or forward a day or two, potentially asking for a little bit more if you think that it's uh, underpaid for what coverage they're asking. Those are very plausible things to ask about. Now, they may come back and say that they don't have much wiggle room and either the dates or the compensation, but for the most part, in my experience, there's been a lot of flexibility. Okay. Do you find yourself going into programs that are in crisis? You know, they just lost 
all of their orthopedic staff, or is it just filling in for, you know, stable programs that maybe are down a surgeon? It's a mix. I think that the various kinds of assignments that I've found in my experience and that you would find out there would be the simplest and least crisis would be physicians who are on vacation and the hospital is kind of doing them a solid and finding someone to cover, say, Memorial Day. You know, the next tier above that would be a physician that is potentially phasing out and that is asking for increased call coverage. And so the hospital is potentially looking for like a one to two week a month coverage or a few weekends a month, basically to bridge the gap and also, you know, potentially use it as a tryout for hiring you when that physician leaves. And then the last situation, like you mentioned, is where there is a sudden loss of staff, which I've come across probably in as many as 30 or 40% of the opportunities out there. Hospital and physician part ways abruptly, whether due to medical legal reasons or just moving on with their career. But those are often the ones that need the most coverage ongoing and as full time as possible. Gotcha. When you go into the programs that are maybe in crisis, are those uncomfortable typically? No, not at all. In my, you know, in my experience too, and I've been doing this pretty much solid for about four years now without much of a break. I think that the programs that you walk into are all very welcoming and accommodating. Because, you know, I think you are kind of there to help them out. They are in a crisis, but everyone treats you very well. They get you plugged in and oriented very quickly and efficiently. And there's always people there to help you if you have any questions about anything. So I think that you're never kind of between the hospital and the provider that's leaving in an uncomfortable situation. It's really said and done, and they're just looking to make sure that the patients are taken care of. Okay. As a surgeon, do you typically just do hospital coverage, working in the trauma ER like you were talking about, or... Are you also covering clinic or a combination thereof? Yeah, a combination thereof. And I think it's all based on what the demands of the hospital are. You know, in my opinion, I like seeing my post-ops back, you know, my post-surgical patients. I think it's good to know how good of a surgeon you are, right? You know, you really have a good idea of what you do right based on when you see patients back in clinic. Patients like to see their surgeons. I like to see my patients. So I think most hospitals that I go, I at least like to see a clinic a week. I would say that the vast majority of places do not require you to see a clinic, but there are different types of jobs. There are jobs that are looking for mostly clinical with some OR, which is essentially like a practice style job versus more of a call coverage, which is potentially the other half, which is mostly weekend coverage, one to two week stretches, potentially even longer with just call stretches where there's no clinic. And pretty much when you're not in the OR operating, you're just waiting to go get called in for something in the ER. So I think it it varies. There's a lot of different opportunities out there. Okay. What about tax benefits of working as a locum stock? Can you speak to that at all? To go one step beyond that, I think that the compensation is generally a lot better as a locum stock for the reason we talked about that I think that hospitals are often in a time of need because it's cheaper to have a full-time employee. But in a time of need, the hospitals generally pay more to bait the hook and get providers to come in there and cover things that either maybe last minute or maybe demanding, but the compensation is higher. And on top of that, you know, as a 1099 employee, you obviously have expenses and write-offs that you can use that you wouldn't have for your W-2 job. Things like your home office, you can use your travel and expenses, meals, per diems, things like that. There's basically a lot of expenses that can be, I should say, reimbursable that are captured under 1099 status. Beyond that, I would say that if you're doing locums frequently and you're a practicing physician, I think there are many benefits also to incorporating and making a professional LLC beyond that, such as saving Medicare and social security tax, and also the liability protections that you get. Can you even write off things like car payments since you're having to travel between different locations? I'm a completely above board kind of guy. I think that I don't, there are ways to do it. I think it's easy to get down a rabbit hole of writing everything off 
but there are certainly legitimate ways to write off car payments. If again, I drive my personal car to many of my assignments. And so in that case, if I'm using it for pretty much all of my assignments, then you know you could potentially apportion a percent of either the lease or the payment that you're making on your car based on how much you use it for your work. Like I said, home office, similarly, there are individuals I know who write off cell phone or internet bills because it's also used their work phone or for online businesses. There are ways to capture a lot of your expenses to make uh, tax season a lot more friendly. What do you think the biggest benefit to working locums is for you? I think it's manifold. I think that for me, I'm the kind of guy who I love what I do. And I think that it's the exposure to a variety of different patients and settings and cases from varying degrees of complexity to very complex cases with very sick patients to bread and butter cases with young, healthy patients. So I think that first and foremost is why I love locums, just the opportunity to really diversify my practice. You know, as a military physician, you know, and as most physicians, you get planted somewhere you put down roots. And so you're fixed to the patient population there, whatever the composition is of the cases and whatever niche you might have within your practice. And so say you're more of a, you know, sports or a hand guy and you want to do more trauma, but the trauma guy or your other partners suck up all those cases. Locums is a really easy way to really diversify your practice. And it's kept me really fresh with high acuity level one trauma. Whereas at my main practice, you know, it was more joint replacement and sports surgeries, which are also great. But again, which I wanted a little more breadth. I think that the second reason is beyond the versatility is certainly compensation. I think that it pays very well. I think that it's a very good ticket to financial freedom, in my opinion. I think that you get well compensated for your time. You get taken care of in terms of travel and lodging and you get to travel. And so, you know, I've gone everywhere from Northeast all the way up to Northern coastal California in small remote access towns that are critical access facilities. And so, you know, coast to coast, I think it's been a great experience. Do you think it'll help you, assuming at some point that you are ready to put down roots somewhere, have you found a few different locations that you've just fallen in love with, or maybe you're not there yet in your career or life? I don't know. I think eventually I'm going to end up in Southern California. The locations I've gone to though, you know, I think they have something for everybody. You'll find some locums jobs in more remote towns. You'll find some in much bigger towns. It's really just a smattering of opportunities. And I think that it's a great opportunity to see different sites and you know, experience different practice settings and hospital compositions. Do you find it hard to go back and forth between different EMRs? You know, at first, I think it felt like it was going to be a little bit trying, but it's a lot of on-the-job training. You get quickly oriented to what you need and what you don't need from the EMRs, as I'm sure you know. My main practice had a completely different EMR system than the first locum job I got and the second locum job at another one. And then beyond that, pretty much all of them had some sort of combination of those. So I think most hospitals these days have moved to some of the bigger EMR systems or in the process of moving to them, which is going to make electronic medical records a little more nationally accessible. But beyond that, I think the EMRs become less daunting the more jobs you do. And again, I think everyone has kind of a niche within the EMR that you learn to navigate pretty well. And the orientation personnel really get you plugged in very effectively and efficiently. Okay. Do you see any drawbacks to locums? I'm biased. Like I said, I'm a big advocate for full-time locum providers. I think that locums has a lot to offer. The drawbacks, I think, just speaking to some of my colleagues who maybe toward the twilight of their career in the hospital setting who want to move to locums, I think one of the big leaps is that they no longer have health insurance when you go to locums. And so you have to provide for your own health insurance. The other thing is that like any job though, but locums jobs come and go. So, I mean, you might find a nice plump spot up in Northern California and go there two weeks a month and be making more money than you know what to do with. And then in six months, it may just evaporate. The hospital might close or they might find a full-time employee that they've been looking for the whole time you were there. I think that most of the time, if you're in a locum job, 
and they're looking for someone else or it's phasing out, they'll give you enough notice. But I've been in plenty of assignments where they close. I might've given them dates for a few months. And then I hear just kind of a few weeks out that they're all of a sudden not looking anymore and there's no reason why. So I think the volatility sometimes is a little bit unsettling. Beyond that though, like I said, the travel, I think it's for some people, it's not for other people. Personally, I don't mind the travel. I drive and fly a lot. It's something I've learned to kind of optimize my time doing, either listening to audio books or lectures when I drive, brainstorming for blogs or when I fly writing. So I think, you know, you learn to be kind of a road warrior. Gotcha. Is there anything you wish you would have known before you started doing locums? No, I think that you get what you're looking for. You know, you might say, oh, I wish I knew how much to ask for before I started. It's one of those things that you're not going to know until you're out there and you have a feel for exactly how much your specialty and for that type of coverage you should be asking for. I will say that I've never walked away from a job feeling like I was really slighted with the payment or that a company took advantage of me. I think that they all pay what they think is fair. And like you asked initially, there's definitely negotiability, which is a lot bigger based on the short-term need. You know, if they're asking for Christmas coverage a week and a half out, they're probably desperate to get that Christmas coverage and you probably have a little bit more squeeze factor. Vice versa, if they're asking for your dates for six months, they may not budge too much yet. When it gets closer, you might have a little more flexibility. That makes sense. I would like to thank my guest, Dr. Nick Kuznizov, for being my guest today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Tammy. Special thank you to Weatherby Healthcare for putting me in touch with Dr. Kuznizov. He does a blog on their website, which you can access at weatherbyhealthcare.com slash blog slash author slash doctor hyphen Nicholas hyphen Kuznizov, K-U-S-N-E-Z-O-V. And I would like to thank all of my guests who listen each week. I hope you will all join me next week for Grand Rounds.